from the twisted realm of science and the darkest pits of reason comes chilling tales of godlessness. Bear witness to the unfathomable terror that is... The Good Atheist. You're always in such a rush to get to the topic, so you don't want to kind of flush it out. Ask me how I'm doing. How's my day? That's a good point. That's a good point. Anyways, moving on to... <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I just, I, wanted, I thought, I just I thought, wanted to point out. You, know? you gave me a good opportunity to just kind of like bitch slap you. Mm. So how are you doing, Ryan? Yeah. Hey, you know, I want to ask you something uh, sort of like uh, podcast related. Now, a couple of days ago, you sent out a, a thing on Twitter because uh, you you were you've been looking for other atheist podcasts. I'm connected to, to, to the Twitter sphere, man. If you want to know which of us uh, to talk to on Twitter, talk to me because I am all up in that shizaz. I'm I'm trying slowly, but I'm more like one of those people who accidentally retweets twice or something like that. You know, it's just it's a fucking mess. I mean, I'm getting it. But at the same time, I'm not getting it. Here's here's the deal. You don't really get it, like, quote-unquote, get it, until you've hit what I like to call terminal Twitter velocity, which is where you hit the point where you have enough people following you and you're following enough people that it really becomes this, you know, tweets popping up, things happening, you're asking questions, you're getting answers. All of a sudden, it becomes this, like, you are part of the Borg and you're able to get this information from the masses. And it's... One of the questions that I asked, because I was like, okay, you know, our, our radio show is doing pretty good, but I'd like to hear some of the competition and see how it is, because uh, contrary to, I don't know if it's popular belief or anything, we don't listen to anything else. No other podcast. No. We're, we're not even podcast people, really. No, we're not. I mean, the whole reason we actually started a podcast is just because, you know, everybody else seemed to be doing it, and we're, you know, we, we like to think that we are... Uh, we we follow trends. I mean, we, hello, Twitter. I mean, that's a fucking trend. We we try everything, you know? And I mean everything. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, we don't. Anyways, so um, so you, you, you sent out a tweet asking people sort of like, what's a good atheist podcast, right? The only answer I got, the good atheist podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, geez. It was so funny because uh, uh, there's this one guy who responded who was actually on my uh, you know, Twitter feed. And he, I, I saw him suggest that to you, and I went on to him, and I said, you realize that the Ryan Harkness in Jacob Fortin and Ryan Harkness is Fight Like Her, right? I'm like, you are aware that you told the very co-host of Good Atheist that he should listen to the Good Atheist. I mean, well, that just I mean, seems pe- kind of pe- funny. People, people don't know. I'm very, uh, I'm under the radar, and I hash-marked it for the atheism uh, crowd, so... Yeah, that's fair enough, but even in the, in, in the MMA crowd, uh, you know, you, 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 I, I could say that I'm kind of like similar... Uh, that I, I'm somewhat invisible since I don't really usually write that much on it, but I try to make myself as visible. We as are possible. nowhere near that bi- that big of celebrities at all. What are you talking about? We're huge. <laughs> but yeah, I, I <laughs> in t- Paraguay, I, I took a listen around. I, I tried to listen to a couple of shows. I'm not going to say too much because uh, you know I was raised. Uh, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the, here's the whole thing. I, I like the vibe that a lot of people had. But it was very clear, like, you go onto iTunes, and they're listed as educational shows, and we are listed as a comedy show, and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I get the difference now, and I understand why people are like, this is such a great show for that. I'm like, yeah, because we don't spend 10 minutes talking about how our computer isn't working properly, or we, we just spend it on how we love tweets. We do. We love tweets. I'm, at least I'm starting to love it, but, I mean, you're crazy. I'm crazy about yeah, it. Yeah, you're crazy. I, I think you just like being connected. 
so deeply. And I think, too, I like being connected to people who are nice because the thing about tweeting is that everybody is still being really nice about it. It's not like a forum where... So you assholes know, haven't taken over Twitter? Uh, exactly. Twitter? And, and once assholes do, it's going to be a nightmare because there's no way to ignore people tweeting at you. And I don't know how celebrities do it because i got to figure they're already getting shit. I don't even think that they read the who's tweeting them. Well, that's the whole thing. That's that's the whole thing with tweeting and Twittering is don't don't bother following anybody who doesn't interact with it with with the people because lots of celebrities think that it's all about tweeting uh you know tweeting what they want to tweet about but the truth of the matter is it's just another step in that internet phenomena where we get to communicate with back you know yeah well you know I, that's what i use it for i mean i don't have a huge list of people that i follow or that kind of stuff typically the people that do are the ones that either talk to me quite a bit or ask me questions that kind of stuff i'm like if you do that and you go on twitter and you you try to talk to me i mean odds are like i'm going to talk back but it's it's i you know I, I try once in a while to kind of like tweet people to kind of test the waters you know and uh and generally i've always found that uh it's probably because uh, you're a boring tweeter sure. maybe you're terrible at tweeting. I don't even know. I mean, I, I'll just write anything that comes in my mind. That's. I'm still trying to figure that shit out. Mm. Okay, let's talk about what happened uh, oh. very recently with uh, with uh, Dr. George Tiller, who, uh, who 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 unfortunately was murdered today, uh, as shot when he went to church. And if you're wondering what the doctor in his name uh, is for, is because he's an abortion doctor, and he has a or had a clinic. And uh, where he performed late-term abortions, like I guess that's why he was such a target. And now let's just make it clear that it's that's not you know all he did. It wasn't doctor. No. What's his uh, late-term abortion clinic? It was just this is one they, of the, they, one they of, did one, one that of the, once in a while. It's one of the few places in America where you can actually get it done when you when you kind of need to. You know, it's not like these women. I mean, are think like, about it. This is in Kansas here. How many how many late-term Pregnancies can be aborted in Kansas. I guarantee you, there are not like twenty thousand places to you, do this. You have to understand the uh, the reality of, of of being a woman having and having to deal with these issues in the United States. Because I've read articles about women having to go across state lines just to get the morning after pill. So it's 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 a difficult situation when you're when you're gonna tr when you need to do something like this because of uh, you know e even if it's you know a doctor basically saying you need to abort this baby now because it could possibly kill you you're gonna have to go find a place like this doctor's uh, in order to get treated because nobody else will help you yeah well get this I mean one of the one of the things that he was being investigated on Tiller well not investigated but there was a number of you know there was a quite a great deal of controversy because. Apparently, um, if if a woman goes in to have a a, a late term abortion, she has to have like another physician that uh, basically approves of it. But you know, with a with a lot of these women, they have to cross state lines, or they uh, they can't find another doctor that's going to say like, yes, uh, this is dangerous because a lot of these doctors are like, abortions are wrong. So well, a lot of doctors don't want to get murdered. Yeah, well, like, who who fucking can blame them? And and here's the thing. Um, I was reading about Operation Rescue, which is a basically an anti-abortion group that is based in Kansas. They, they used to be based in California, and in 2002, they moved their headquarters over to Kansas to deal specifically with Dr. George Tiller because he's a high-profile abortionist. You know, it's like in Kansas, there are not too many high-profile guys. This guy was one of these dudes. And the motto, the official fucking motto of these guys was, what was it, that abortion is murder treated as such. 
I'm like, okay, first of all, when you have a message that is that hardcore, treated as murder, what do you think people are going to re- respond? How do you think they're going to respond? Like, treated like murder. What would you do if your family was murdered? What would you do to the individual who murdered them? Hmm, I wonder. I wonder. It's like, a, you know what it is for me? It is an invitation to violence. Like, well, even if they did not sanction it, it's a fucking invitation. It, it even goes beyond that because it's basically saying, what would you do if someone was murdered and the government stood by and did this nothing? This is government-sanctioned murder. Actually, I think that's called the capital punishment, but that's not the case. Uh, that's never, never here nor there. The, the, the truth of the matter is that this organization is pretty fucking radical, and... Now they've, they've, they've tried to distance themselves, saying like, oh, well, you know, we were trying to bring him down using legal means, and this is a cowardly act. I'm like, legal means? What are you talking about? 1986, the, the clinic was bombed, and luckily nobody was hurt, but there was like thousands of dollars worth of damage. They tore a hole in the roof, and like water leaked in. It was a mess, and no one was ever fucking arrested for it. Like, I don't know if they weren't arrested because there wasn't sufficient evidence, or if the police forced and say, fuck it, we don't care. I mean, like, who knows? This is Kansas. Kansas 1986. 1986, yeah. Like, you can bet that uh, pr- this is probably only a few years after they were allowed to, to, to have that in the first place. And I doubt very much that many of the very conservative police enforcement uh, or law officers really cared about justice that day. They were like, oh, no, an abortionist's clinic is, uh, is, d- is damaged? Who cares? Who fucking cares? Well, now they have to care because this is most foul. It is is most foul. I mean, when you think about it, if you want to, for all that the word terrorism gets thrown around. It gets thrown around a lot. Let me tell you what. But does this apply? Oh, yeah. And you know, it's crazy, too, that this was done, um, you know, in church. Like, and what surprised me the most was that, uh, at least in terms of eyewitness testimony and that kind of stuff, it was pretty non-existent. Like there were no witnesses. Well, generally, keep, keep in mind that you know we were we were reading articles that were put up about six hours ago. <laughs> yes, that's so. true. And the facts are not out. I mean, who knows? It could be just a crazy guy that uh, you know till uh, tiller owed money to. But I don't think so. No, like, it's obviously not that. It is pretty hardcore though that he was killed in church. I mean. I don't know if you would consider. I mean, th- this this is the hook for the story. If you want, if you want to look at what everybody is focusing on, it's the fact that this guy here was murdered in church. I think shot it makes down. the most sense. I mean, check this out. The guy who kills him obviously is probably going to feel as though God told him to do it. So he's like, "Why not do it in God's house? God told me to do it, and I'm doing God's work. So why not do God's work in God's church?" And he must have felt. That the guy showing up in church was some kind of great insult to him and his religion. He's like, you're a murderer, and you show up to church and try to get resent- redemption? You're fucking dead, bastard. I think that's kind of like the mentality of these guys. Like You have to remember, these are simpletons here that just basically have a very literal approach to kind of how they you know, like, they think about the Bible and morality. They're like, he's a baby murderer, and uh, I'm going to murder him. I'm like, they have a very, very, this is a very simple I, I, code I, I, here. I'm not going to say that peop- the people are overall... Simple, but I will say that they've they've basically they, their brains have been hijacked, and and they've basically put this idea that there is nothing worse than abortion, and that anybody doing abortions needs to be aborted. I really feel as though abortion groups in general are really frightening entities because I mean, first of all, they're not bound by any rules of conduct like if they show you pictures of a, you know aborted fetuses and stuff like that they're not obliged to you know sort of like give a balanced look and approach 
to, to abortion, they have no need to do that. They will present the most horrific and graphic examples of it. And, you know, in, in, in a sense, it's pretty, it, not only is it disgusting, I mean, it, it really is quite gross to do that, but it, it's, in, it's inherently meant to kind of have a certain shock value. And, and they don't even think about the how, how the, the the externalities the, the 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 result of these kinds of this kind of false information right like imagine that you have false information regarding abortion but you are about to give birth to a baby and your life is in danger right you see these kinds of ads and you think to yourself oh god I'm going to be a murderer and you're not going to go ahead and do it and that was a giant mistake uh, because you know unlike what these guys are telling you not all pregnancies are wonderful beautiful. Uh, life-changing things sometimes it can be <laughs> life-ending things and sometimes you know like uh, you don't always get that kind of very close connection with your baby if you were raped and you have a child you may have problems kind of associating and emotionally connecting with a child that is the result of a rape never mind the fact that if you are say a young pregnant person they'll t everybody will take care of you right up to the point where you have the kid and then after that, you're pretty much on your own. But you know, this group also, one of the things that I thought was pretty insidious is I was reading on, on, their, um, on their wiki page that apparently they, uh, they, they went over and they started gobbling up these, um, these, these uh, I don't want to say buildings or whatever, but the, this real estate that was basically owned by fa you know, family planning institutions to, in order to shut them down. Oh, so basically the, like, the buildings that the family planning places rented from were bought by this organization and they were evicted. That's correct. Wow. Yeah, they're pretty hardcore about that shit. Like, they they are very organized. Like, y these are not the kind of guys that just show up and pickets and that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. no. These, these guys are smart. They're like, okay, let's kick these Planned Parenthood people out of here and without that... What do, you, what do you have? Nothing. See, here's the deal. This is why I want to always caution. When we talk on this radio show and we say, oh, these people are dumb and they're idiots, they are better organized than us, and they are, they're not kicking our ass, but bad things are happening all the time. Well, look, they're extremely, extremely well-funded. Okay, Conservative uh, individuals typically have quite a bit of money. Okay, And they're willing to put a lot of that money into these kinds of institutions and organizations. Look... Most of you guys listening, you are patrons of the show. You are contributing at least some money to an atheist cause. organization, an atheist cause. But, I mean, at the end of the day, there's like, what, 70 of you? And although those are great numbers, I mean, it is nothing compared to how much Christian people are willing to spend in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of spreading their faith. I mean, consider the fact that, you know, I don't know if you heard this, but a couple of months ago, there was this huge controversy in Afghanistan over the fact that the military was distributing Bibles in Afghanistan. Uh, like, they got why, in a why, lot of trouble. Why would they ever even try to do this? Because the thing that you have to understand is that um, the army is becoming an evangelical institution in the United States. If you do not, if you're not a, a sort of like a born-again or evangelical in the army, you are going to have a tough time. Like, there is a strong, um, uh, you know, re re religious revival movement that's going on in the military. How scary is that? Like, that's how organized they are. They are, they're, they are providing Bibles. They are, they are trying, literally, to convert Afghans into Christians. And obviously over there, everyone is going apeshit, because there was supposed to be a wall. Like, you're not here to proselytize, but apparently they are. Whoops! And, and this is just the kind of stuff we let them get away with. 
Because then all we of a sudden, don't even hear about. I don't even hear about. Well, we hear about it, but then the army's like, "Well, we didn't do that." And then later, what they did is they essentially destroyed all those, uh, you know, Bibles. But how'd they get there in the first place? You think it was just a fucking coincidence? No, obviously it was not. There is a huge contingency within the army that's religious, and that's just really, really scary, man. Really, really, really scary. That's how organized they are. So, thanks, guys, for I- for, for for providing. Uh, and, and, and allowing us to exist. Just remember, though, for every one of you, there's like 2,000 uh, crazy religious people that have deeper pockets than you that are just putting it towards these kinds of institutions and organizations. Of course they have a lot of power. Of course. They have a lot of money. Mm. And we, we don't. We're poor. <laughs> we are poor. We are poor. I wanted to move on, and I wanted to talk about Oprah. And uh, this is because Oprah is often in the news, but there was a recent article in Newsweek, in, in, no in Newsweek uh, about lots of the stuff that Oprah does that is essentially, uh, how, how can I describe this? What's, what's Quackery. Yeah. <laughs> Quackery is the word I used before, and I'll stick to it, because it is, ba- it, it is literally like, I mean, it, it's like... Uh, special tonics from the 1800s. It's it's quackery on that level. Complete yeah, it's, quackery. It's snake oil quackery. And uh, well, that's not so much snake oil because she's not. I don't know how much. I mean, obviously she profits because of the fact that uh, uh, she profits because of the fact that it's on her show. But it's not like she's personally selling these things. Basically, she well, kind of she yes, throws out way, these yeah. uh, the, the shout outs for different products and stupid ideas, and those people profit off of it. And no, she well, no, she a, still does directly profit from it. Here's a classic example: Jenny McCarthy. Okay, this is the this you may remember her as a Playboy uh, model slash terrible actress who was in a very terrible movie. Uh, what was it called again? I don't know. Some gross oh, it, it doesn't movie. even matter. Jenny, does not Jenny, matter. Jenny McCarthy is nowhere near relevant enough to remember any, the for, name of her. For, movie. No, for for anybody to give a shit about anything she is up to at she, all. She's an idiot. Anyways, Jenny McCarthy is one of the main spokesperson against the MMR va- vaccine. We've talked about this in the past about how people think that's measles, mumps, and oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I got the first two though. We got to get the third. Why did you have to bring this up? I don't know what the R is. Let's make it up. Retinal cancer. <laughs> Doesn't sound pleasant at all. Give me that shot. <laughs> I'll take my risks. <laughs> You'll take it. Okay. So basically, the the Jenny McCarthy has an autistic son, which she believes that he his autism was caused by the MMR vaccine. Now there was a there was an article written way back. I think it was the nineteen nineties in the Lancet, uh, which is a British medical journal, that said that there may be a link between some of the preservatives they used uh, in the vaccine. And, and autism. But since then, every person who's written that article has retracted that statement, and The Lancet released another um, article or editorial saying that the, the, it was pretty much bullshit. Like, there were no correlations whatsoever in, in, in causation. I mean, forget about it. But it didn't stop people from actually believing it. And the thing is, when you give your child a vaccine, usually around age two, these are, this is when the symptoms of autism begin so there is the only correlation is the time that most of these things occur in right they get a vaccine and then a couple weeks later boom autism well it wasn't because of the vaccine but you just get the vaccine when you're around the age where you're later or it's it's like just around that general time around that coming months after you get the shot all of a sudden we realize that kid had autism and it's obviously because of the shot is there it has to be the only thing because we didn't do anything else medically related. 
since that time. And, 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 and people like Jenny McCarthy, who were uneducated actors, is it a surprise? Uneducated actors. These two words come together. Anyways, Jenny McCarthy has decided that she's going to make it her life's crusade to discourage mothers from actually giving vaccines to their children. How many children do you think die from measles, mumps, and retinal cancer a year? Well, I don't know the actual numbers. Oh, I, um, I, I, it was a hypothetical. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to stump you or anything. I'm just oh. curious as to how many people she's killing. Well, here's this is this is the interesting thing because you know, for in, in her case, she probably thinks, well, if I didn't get the shot, then my child will be fine. And for the most part, I mean, you take the shot as a preventative measure. I mean, most kids aren't really that much at risk of getting the measles and the mumps. But with that said, I mean, most people are at risk of choking on their food, but there's still like 2,000 fucking people every year that die from choking on their food. The risks may be low, but there's still risks, right? That's why we give kids vaccines, because the risks are high, and the results, like the it, it, measles is very dangerous for children under the age of like, you know, five and stuff like that. It's just... They are not ready to handle major diseases. That's why we give them vaccines. We don't give them to, you know, pass that because it's just generally, it won't kill you until you're an adult. Oddly enough, when you're a kid, um, you know, past the age of five or six, you're, you're, you're pretty tough. Like, it's, it's difficult to knock you down. Well, but until like the, then... There's a whole bunch of diseases that only knock off the very young and the very old. Yep. That's why we give those people vaccines. But, you know, the, the, the Newsweek article basically kind of tore... Oprah a new one because uh, the way that she profits directly is that she's starting her own TV station and she's having Jenny McCarthy, she's allowing her to have her own show. So, she, yes, she is actually directly profiting from the kind of bunk that she talks about. I mean, every guy that's been on her show that has, uh, you know, TV deals and stuff like that, like, say, Dr. Phil is a classic example. Mm. Does Oprah profit from Dr. Phil? Uh, yeah, because she's the executive producer of his fucking show. I mean, the way that Oprah, Oprah works is that if she likes you and then you make money, you both make money. And that's just how Oprah is. I just really wish that she had, she was more about like skepticism and stuff because then we would be set. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, could you imagine if, well, if she was like that, she wouldn't be very popular, right? Her, her audience, her target audience is women that are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, are poorly, uh, poorly educated, and generally have a lot of, you know, troubles You, in you life. know what? I, I don't know about, again, I'm going to say that whole poorly educated thing. Just, just to kind of soften the blow, I'm going to step back on that. I'm going to say that these people are, are is, Look, I'm not is, calling is them the stupid. Is the word credulous or is it... Yeah, no, credulous is good. Cre then they're not credulous. No, they and, are know, credulous. They, yeah, credulous is... Yeah, credulous. Incredulous means that it's not, it's not easy to convince you of bunkery. Okay, well, there you go. So they're, they're credulous. They're very credulous. And, I mean, my mom is, is one, of the, one of the many. Okay, but uh, l l let's, let's, let's be fair and honest here. What degree of education does your mother have? Um, she a university graduate? I don't think so, no. No. Okay. Look, I, Are I, I know that a university graduate? I am not. I'm a college graduate. But, okay, with that said, would, would, you, would you describe me as uneducated? Would no. anybody listening to the show describe me as uneducated? Look, I'm not saying uneducated means stupid. I'm just saying that you haven't read a lot of great books in your life. You probably read, oh, I don't know, Harlequin romances and stuff like that. I mean, you, you may be educated about, 
you know, uh, all kinds of things. But I'm, uh, your your credulity is due entirely to the fact that you are not a skeptic. You may be unaware of how natural phenomena occur. You just you you, 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 you may you, know not know all kinds of things, but that doesn't mean you can't know. It's just that you don't. And you get most of your information from Oprah. Yeah. So if, okay, if, if Oprah you is your if Oprah is your source, if you are unable to debunk whatever Oprah says. You classify as an uneducated person because, for the most part, Oprah is uneducated. She cannot tell the difference between fucking crack quackery and the real deal. Like, even the people that she has on her show, even experts, like credible experts, they will remain silent whenever Oprah has a guest that is completely and utterly wrong because... Here's the thing. You do not bite the fucking hand that, that, that feeds you. And Oprah will feed you so long as you play by her game. And her game is this feel-good bullshit that everybody believes in. Now, it doesn't just go... It, it isn't just the Jenny McCarthy thing. I'm going to read to you guys a couple uh, selected... The news, the news Some week, selected quotes. Yeah, the, the Newsweek article is hella long. Like, I'm actually thinking, is this going to be the cover story on tomorrow's issue? Because it, it was long enough that I would figure it's like a five page spread in newsweek but anyways uh, i'm gonna put it i'm gonna put up the link on the uh uh, uh on the show so you guys can read it because it's actually a great article but yeah a couple a couple selected uh, other crazy people that she has on suzanne summers who believes oh that in injecting with a needle synthetic estrogen into your vagina will help you stay young don't uh, forget the fact that she takes over 60 supplements a day 60 supplements uh, she does all sorts of insane things. She's quite nuts. She's a dangerously insane human being. Then you have Christiane Northrup, uh, who advises people not to get the HPV shot. Now, that's the genital wart shot, because uh, for those of you that don't know, genital warts for guys is just an ugly, nasty thing. It ain't no thing. biggie. But genital warts for girls means cervix cancer. Yeah, it's pretty serious. And so, I mean, like, there, the, a vaccine was developed. Now, let me be honest about this vaccine, okay? Although I do suggest that people get it, it does not mean that you're immune against all forms of HPV because here's the thing. There are many different strains, and the vaccine does not sort of like cover all your bases. But with that said, I mean, why wouldn't you take it? It it, it can literally mean the difference between life and death for a lot of women who, who develop not only cervical cancer, but as a consequence, you could become infertile too. And I mean, I know there's a lot of women out there that want to have kids someday. And if you have HPV, there's a serious chance that you may not be able to do so. I know plenty of women who have literally had their um, uteruses burned uh, in order to remove like you know, these kinds of, of, of genital warts and stuff like that. And it, it has affected their fertility. So it's a pretty fucking serious thing. And on top of that, we've also got, she was advertising for a while something called uh, thread hanging, some some ridiculous thing where you basically go in and you get needles poked into you and they pull, uh, I don't even know. It's you know what it is? Okay. Remember, um, what was that, uh, what was that movie? Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? You sure. know, where like your leather face. The, like the redo wearing... or the original? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> the real story? I don't know. Anyways, you remember how the guy, leather face, he had people's faces, uh, like skin on his face or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and like it looked like it was sewn in the back. There were like little holes, whatever. Okay, well, think about those little holes where you, you, you put it on your head, and then all of a sudden you take thread, and you can just kind of pull the skin back, and, and that's kind of what that is. That's you're, just... you're, you're pulling the, 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 the skin back. But here's what's really funny about that. Um, Long-term consequences for people who do this sort of like facelift on the cheap is that not only does your face not have any symmetry anymore because of the way that you're pulling it, 
Uh, you can have all kinds of things like it, it tears your, your, your skin. So there's scarring. There's, there is apparently almost even with no discernible effect of actually doing it. So for no effect, you have long-term consequence of having a crooked face and uh, crazy scarring. So, yeah, she, she will constantly be promoting those kinds of things. And then I, I like the other one. She followed that up with radio waves, using radio waves to get rid of wrinkles. And then, of course, our favorite, The Secret. Oh, my God. I could, I could do 20 shows on The Secret. 20 fucking shows. But before we go on to, like, just the general issue with, with Oprah, uh, I wanted to kind of talk about, you know, two of these things that, that I feel match up, which is the don't get the HPV shot and don't get the MMR shot. And to me, this indicates that this is, you know, Oprah obviously is serving this up, but I think it represents, once again, a deep mistrust of medicine it does. medicine as, as a whole but you got to understand medicine falls under the realm of science so we have a serious issue right now where and, and i honestly think for for justifiable reasons because medicine has kind of been taken over by quacks to a certain degree as well that that we have a really big trust issue here with people as far as medicine goes no one wants to trust anybody anymore it's really difficult and i'll tell you what there there are two sides of the issue there are the quacks who will tell you for instance okay well um just positive feelings like in the secret can cure cancer which is just so irresponsible to say i'm not even going to say anything other than the fact that if you say that you are a murderer okay just fucking straight out but if don't you tell worry, a person we won't not to you yeah we won't shoot you um, but on the other side, too, I mean, I've been reading increasingly about how pharmaceutical companies often will use um, kind of, not not conditions, but they'll create diseases. Well, I don't want to say, they'll create symptoms that are apparently lead to diseases. Like, you ever heard of restless leg syndrome? Yes. It's a bullshit fucking, this is not a disease. But they will sell you a drug in case, oh, when you go to bed, your legs are a little restless. Oh, well, take this drug. It has the side effect of fucking, you know, uh, blood clots and all this other kind of stuff. But you won't have Jimmy leg anymore when you go to bed. Isn't that exciting? No more Jimmy leg? I've actually heard that they have antidepressants now for something called post-traumatic bitterness syndrome. What is that? Where basically you're so bitter that you need to go on medication. Oh, my God. Well, it's it, perfect it's, for any teenager. <laughs> well, the, 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 the classic idea is if you create a set of symptoms, you can create a disease. And essentially, everybody will have like some kind of problem. Uh, but we all f usually fit within a kind of a, a, um, a threshold of tolerance of saying like, okay, well, maybe some of us suffer occasionally from a, a bit of anxiety, but that's normal. People can be anxious. I mean, you can be anxious for all kinds of reasons. Maybe... Oh, I don't know. The economy is slowly collapsing. Maybe that's a reason for anxiety. But obviously, there there is a financial incentive for pharmaceutical companies to sell you drugs. With that said, it doesn't mean that every single fucking doctor is trying to peddle that drug. And it also doesn't mean that you have to take it. Like when your doctor says, well, I want to prescribe you this cholesterol medicine. Well, there are many ways of lowering your fucking cholesterol, and medicine is the last one on that list. If you have a fucking doctor, and that's the first thing he tells you to do, take this pill for cholesterol, you should probably raise your eyebrow and say, uh, Doc, is there anything else I can do to lower my cholesterol? If they don't answer, yes, you can exercise, you can watch your diet. Uh, I'll, uh, there's a myriad ways. I can't think of any because I'm not a damn doctor. But obviously there will be some pill-popping doctors. Not going to fucking deny it, but it does not mean that in general the medical uh, profession is only interested in selling you medicine. 
for the most part, I mean, look at us. We are cancer rates and cancer deaths are down. All kinds of like diseases are are are, are getting their asses kicked, and it's. Largely thanks to medical science. So suddenly fucking turn around and say, Oh, well, uh, someone's making money, so I can't trust anything anyone says because money's involved. I mean, you're an idiot. You're, you're, you're an idiot. You need to fucking get off this bullshit bandwagon. You can cure everything from positive thoughts, enemas, and tarot cards. <laughs> Who is it that was saying that she was... Uh... Uh, Christiane Northrup. Not only did she talk about not, not getting your daughters the HPV shot, yeah. she also said that uh, eating healthy will protect you from genital warts. <laughs> <laughs> and that tarot cards helped her diagnose her illnesses. Oh, my God. Now, you know, I have... I come from a family. Like, my, my mom and my sister, my older sister, they, 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 they did the whole tarot thing. I mean, they, they had... A person uh, that taught them how to read tarot, because obviously when you're reading a bunch of cards, you need to make, I don't know, very broad assumptions about people. You're not so much reading the cards as you're reading the person. It's called cold reading. But in any case, I know very well the the kind of, I don't want to say impact, but the, 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 the reaction many women have towards these kinds of fanciful, ridiculous, quack bullshit. Like, they, they love it. They love it. And I, for the life of me, do not understand why. I've tried to understand. I, I want to put a call out there to all you female listeners. Can you explain to me the attraction to Tarot and all this other bullshit? Like, please, why, 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 why? I don't why, think we have why? any of our female listeners. These are, these are probably the, the, the women, the last people you want to ask to do because they don't believe it. It's like, you know what? They, the best that you can get from them might be, why do you find horoscopes so interesting? I think that's probably the extent of of anything. Well, even my believe. girlfriend will say that she finds it interesting. Most of them say they find it amusing, saying like, oh, well, I just like to read what somebody's going to say about my day, and hopefully it'll kind of be fun or, or say just, like, you're, you're going to find a new love and it will cheer me up. I just, I just think it's stupid. It is, it is so stupid. I mean, you know what? Every magazine will have a section about astrology, but not, what, one one thousandth of them will have a section on anything that is... Science, but they'll have plenty to say about what some moron basically just cooked, you know, cooked up in their own heads. And there's no, there's not even any consistency there. Your first thought would be like, if at least it's based on something, then they can have some consistency. Like, oh well, if Mars is at a particular alignment, some doofus is going to tell you that you're going to have your, your, you know, your money situation is going to get better. But there's no consistency. You would expect that with shit that people make up. And, wow, lo and behold, do you think that people make up astrology? Well, of course, everybody agrees. It's for entertainment purposes only, Jacob. I, I fucking hate that so much. I hate that explanation. Like, somehow this justifies us having uh, a retarded piece of crap in all magazines. It is just I can't even bring up the words to describe just how pathetic astrology is. It, it is one of those remnants that we still have. I mean, this is as old as Babylon, for fuck's sakes. And we still can't get rid of that. People still like it. And people still believe. That's a crazy thing, too. Sure, some people will say it's entertaining. Some people literally believe that. People will say it's... Uh, trust me on this. I have, I have talked to girls who try to guess my sign and then are, are literally disappointed when they get it wrong. And you're just like, come on now. Oh, yeah. I actually had a date. Did I ever tell you about that? I had a date with a girl who, I, I don't know, we were having some kind of argument. And then she's like, oh, it's just like a Pisces to say that. 
I didn't even know where to go with that. I was just like, listen, I got to get out of here. <laughs> but, that was the that was the end of that date. But let, let's get back to your family rant because I, I feel like you were going somewhere. Okay. Well, my 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 the thing I was trying to say was actually that. Um, I remember that there was a particular time where my sister was trying to uncover truths about herself and the world basically through tarot. Like she was just trying to figure out, like, where do I fit into this world? Can this be a tool to tell me something about myself? And I think that generally that's kind of like what the, the that's the purpose of it. Because I think that for to, to, to many women, they are their own greatest mystery. Like they don't know enough about themselves and they figure, how can I know more about me? Well, here's a person who says that I'm going to have all these qualities based on when I was born. So that's, I mean, it's probably a lot more uh, of a safe bet in terms of trying to figure yourself out than nothing, I guess. I mean, you either have no way of understanding yourself or a really, really poor way. What would you want, which one would you select if you didn't know anything about yourself? Hmm. So you might select, well, if I, if I at least understand what my sign is, I might know things about me. Ooh, I'm supposed to be creative or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, don't trust a fucking thing that was just invented by a guy 2,000 years ago. Ptolemy was just full of shit, okay? He was just some Greek dude who just made shit up, okay? It's all crap. It's bullshit. Can't you see it? I beg of you. See the light. So, uh, the Ptolemy guy, right? Uh, Ptolemy. Ptolemy? I don't know if you pronounce uh, the T, uh, the P, but that's it's, it's spelled P-T. So, okay. how the fuck do you pronounce that shit? Ptolemy. <laughs> You gotta make a bit of a spitting noise. <laughs> it's tricky. Those Greeks and the Africans with their well, names. I don't, I don't know how many Greeks have this uh, sort of like sound in their names, but uh, it's a bit kind of a confusing. But, but let's 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 talk some more about the the modern Ptolemy. Let's talk about uh, Oprah Winfrey and let, let's, let's let's go back. Tie, to her. Let, yeah, let's go tie back. this whole thing up because we've we've talked a little bit about you know all the things that she's she's put out there and then we've talked about kind of the the mistrust with with medicine that kind of a the mistrust of science that basically allows her to get get away with it. But now let's talk about her because here's the thing about Oprah Winfrey is that I, I I've got some respect for Oprah Winfrey as someone who's managed to build a, a a pretty impressive empire and has done a number of of very good things. It's like Oprah Winfrey is not an evil person. No, she's absolutely just, not. Like I said, she is just a very gullible human being. I mean, how many people have been on her show that? Um, say, wrote a book, uh, like A Million Little Pieces, here's an example, uh, that's entirely made up. And she later found out that it was entirely made up, felt like the fool, but I'm like, Oprah, what do you expect? You don't do any research. None. Uh, actually, you know what the, the funniest story in that whole article I found was, which just kind of shows how Oprah sees the world, is that after she had read The Secret, she had a guest on her show that, I don't know, was doing something cool with bubbles or whatever. And then all of a sudden she thought to herself, I'd really love to blow some bubbles. So she went back to her office and she found a gift basket with one of those bubble guns or whatever. So she asked her assistant where this came from, and her assistant said, well, you know, you got the, you, you, you know, I put this on your desk a couple weeks ago and so on and so forth. But rather than see... The fact that she had already had this, she she told herself, well, I had wished this gift basket into existence. Like, this is the kind of mentality that Oprah has. Like, she just thinks that things happen because she wants them to happen. She doesn't realize that everything happens to Oprah. It's just that when whatever she focuses on one particular thing, yeah, it's there because people have sent you, I don't know, millions of gift baskets. Who knows what other kind of things she receives. I mean, you're Oprah, for God's sakes. You ain't no, you're not a nobody, but... You know, like you said, Oprah, there are some things to respect. I mean, 
one of the things that uh, that 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 she did is that she was basically you know a victim of abuse when she was uh, younger. She pulled herself out of it. She is basically a self-made individual, which you just have to applaud. Uh, and and as an African American woman who basically is pretty much the most successful African American woman in history, then yeah, I have to say kudos to you. You are worth two point seven billion dollars. You fucking locked it down, but baby. Even, even beyond that, the amount of the amount of uh, of good things that she does for say charities and for organizations. Yeah, and, and she stuff tells like people that. to eat right and exercise and that kind of stuff. Good. It, it's just very unfortunate that uh, she's got this this side thing that and, and to me. If she was promoting things like I don't get too much on her for that James Frey book thing because it's like okay this guy lied and you can get you, you you can get caught by a liar but you know these these scientific issues where if you just take a little bit of a look at it it's not like she doesn't have advisors and it's not like she doesn't have researchers it should be very very clear to her that all these things that she's peddling are very discredited yeah but Extremely you know what I, discredited. I actually think that a woman like Oprah probably suffers from you know. Um, too much cronyism. I mean, who's going to tell Oprah that she's wrong within her own circle? Do you, do you think that Oprah really has a lot of people that are like, I don't think this is right? No, they're a bunch of sycophants. I mean, they're just everything that Oprah thinks, every pro, everyone's probably like, that's a great idea, Oprah. Yeah, let's do that. And that's that's really the that that's really the problem. You isolate yourself. You don't listen to other people's advice. You can become stupid. I mean, you, you really, honestly, like. Here's here's what here's what I wish she would do. If she wants to say like okay, if she wants to invite Jenny McCarthy on her show to talk about the MMR vaccine, there should be an equal amount of time for someone to debunk the shit out of that. And although she she'll allow say a, a doctor or two on the show, they'll be part of the audience and don't get to speak while Jenny gets all of the fucking you know time in the microphone. And and she's Jenny McCarthy. She's got like eighteen brain cells that are working. Okay, she this is a woman who's made her living. Showing her tits. Like, this is not exactly a fucking, the, the most brilliant woman known to man, okay? And yet, here she is speaking on medical issues. She is forcing women to uh, not, to, to stop giving their kids vaccines. I'm like, are you insane? How many, uh, how, like, say tomorrow, kid dies of measles or mumps, and the woman didn't take the vaccine. She was counseled by Jenny McCarthy. What happens? Let me ask you, what happens? Well, we we had we had that one situation. There was the one case where someone wrote Oprah and said that said basically, I'm stopping my cancer treatment and I'm going to put all my thoughts into making the secret work for curing my cancer. Yeah, she actually she 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 took the initiative of bringing the person onto her show and telling her, listen, you should listen to your doctor. Don't <laughs> do that. Don't do that. But you know, at the same time, like Oprah, don't you think it's kind of weird that you were telling them on one side, trust everything that the secret says, and then the other side, don't? I mean, how are people supposed to discern between one fact and another? If the secret is real, then yeah, you should just wish yourself healthy. Guess what that means? It means the secret ain't real. <gasps> Can't believe I said that. It's just Burst un- everyone's bubble. Well, figure this. I mean, you said it yourself before we started recording the show. This chick wrote a letter to Oprah and was brought in. How many people d- decided to follow the tenets of the secret and and just just imagine the kind of craziness that probably ensued? Well, there's you know what the the one of the 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 biggest killers for women is usually typically breast cancer and you know why it's not because there's no treatment for breast cancer is that because a lot of women who have it don't seek treatment 
because they don't want to be physically scarred because typically uh, they just remove that shit. They will take your breast that has the cancer. I mean, that's the safest bet. And a lot of women feel as though their breasts are part of their femininity. So a lot of them choose uh, this sort of naturopathic bullshit, and a lot of women die every year because they do not listen to the advice of their doctors. Now, something like The Secret is another perfect example of the gullibility of these types of women. You know, they, don't, they, they want to keep their breasts, uh, and here they're offered this you know, miracle cure. Just wish yourself... Uh, healthy, and they'll show a couple of anecdotes of people who did that and they lived. No one tells them that those kinds of people are rare indeed. And yes, there is always the slight chance that your cancer could just disappear. But guess what? That is not the majority. How do you cure cancer? You either get rid of it or aggressive fucking chemotherapy and radiation. These are the classic cures. You follow this, you have, what, a 90% chance of survival? You don't do it, and you have like a 2 percent chance of survival like it's you don't want to do that but of course you know like a lot of people don't want to offend other uh, others and saying well this is not a good treatment we, we take that whole fucking um what's the rule looking for everybody's um, opinion is valid yeah exactly it's it, it's um uh relativity uh, no re- relative kind of like attitude about science and medicine is like well you know maybe these guys are are correct and medical science can't explain everything so obviously that means that our bullshit is true and i'm like no although it doesn't explain everything that probably means that your stuff is even less true (laughs) because it's based on nothing well here's the deal if if any of these things actually worked there would be proof that they worked empirical scientific proof that they worked and then all of a sudden guess what science would back it <gasps> oh crazy concept God. i know and it doesn't even it doesn't even matter if they don't understand why i've read so many so many examples where where the scientists are basically like this this we did this and this is the result we don't understand why yet but here you go yeah. apparently there's a correlation chew gum and it reduces gingivitis we don't know why but it just does and then at you know at the end of the day you have to say okay well we can't always explain everything but we can we can show causation or correlation and usually you want to show causation but at least you know the first part is you want to see is there a correlation between people who do this kind of treatment and you know say survival and there is no none no correlation between People who read The Secret and individuals who survive breast cancer by wishful thinking. None. Surprisingly, none. You know, I, I guess at the end of the day, I don't know what we can say about Oprah. Oprah. I mean, the end of the, at the end of the day, she's becoming even more powerful every day. <laughs> she's going to soon have her own TV station, and I don't even want to know what kind of fucking bunk is going to result from that. I'm saying, actually, I, I'm going to say this. Our fight against... You know, quackery is about to get a lot harder because Oprah backs that ship shit up a lot, and I mean, it's, she's not the only one. Look, look in Great Britain. You know, the, with, with homeopathy. This is another example. I mean, homeopathy in Britain is huge. You can get it. They, like the government funds that stuff. It is literally water, and people will fund it because you know the 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 what's his name Prince? Who's that ugly fucker with the bad teeth and the crazy ears? What, Prince Charles? Prince Charles, yeah. He's a huge guy when it comes to homeopathy. So he's the one who kind of basically encourages governments to kind of spend money on that, and they do, because he's Prince Charles, and you're going to listen to him. he still has power. 
persuasive power. I don't know what it is. And 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 he, and here you go. Your tax money in Great Britain is being spent on homeopathic cures, which do nothing other than just. Line, well, they don't do anything. Line the pockets of the people who are shilling them. Yep. They are scam artists, and they're making a lot of money. Because wouldn't you love to sell water for a lot of money, yeah. saying that it has medical properties? I know I would. I believe they used to do that. They were called snake oil salesmen, and yeah. they did very well in the Old West. Yeah, here's the deal. Uh, we're, we're pretty much done uh, on the Oprah, Oprah to- topic, right? Because yes. I, I'm kind of feeling like we bagged on on women pretty hard on that segment. A little bit, a little bit. So you know, pretty much half the people, uh, you know, Oprah, the most successful woman, uh, along with all these other women that they had on, that she had, they had on the show. Plus, you know, the whole thing with uh, horoscopes and everything else. Anyways, let I, I wanted to kind of end the show off on a pro woman topic, which is uh, what was the what was the last topic that we were going to be talking the about? The last uh, article that we were going to talk uh, talk about is actually has to do with an article in The Guardian that was basically, it, it, it was asking why is it that, uh, well, it wasn't asking why, it was basically saying that the, the three mono, the three monotheistic the, religions. Theistic religions are very anti-women and basically it was just saying that um, they subjugate them and it's generally a bad thing so it's kind of interesting to read an article about um about that in the guardian i find that encouraging uh my question is actually i am curious why is it that the three corollaries of religious belief are poverty education and sex like why do women believe more than men and I think that the the answer to that has to do with the fact that monotheistic religions teach one thing above all else, and that is submission. And that is what a lot of very religious women are, submissive, man. And I think that it's it's been ingrained in our society that women have to listen to men uh, because, you know, they're physically weaker than, than us. And apparently that means something. That means, at least in the monotheistic religions, that women are the inferior of men. If they have births, uh, pains. Uh, that means that they're being punished by gods. If they bleed from their vagina, it means that somehow they are cursed. You know, these are the kinds of attitudes that you would expect from, you know, uh, patriarchal societies who just generally don't trust women or who find them to be somewhat of a nuisance. And I think it's kind of sad that that's carried on to our modern times. You know, don't you feel as though to, to some degree that that women are still kind of regarded as second class citizens? Well, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all because all these religions are thousands of years old and what 30 years ago we had those you ever see those old commercials where uh, you know the woman is just this hist- it, it, it's done it's funny because nowadays in society it's taken a complete 360 where back in the day you had the bumbling idiot wife like Lucy uh, from I Love yeah, Lucy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then and then the solid rock of a husband. And nowadays, in all of our sitcoms, we have the bumbling idiot husband, and then the hot smart wife. <laughs> now, but, which I which I find sort of like offensive for different reasons, but whatever. I like I, looking I, at. I, them. I'm going to let it slide because, as far as I'm concerned, women have gotten and are still getting a pretty bum rap. But uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that that these religions that that come from you know hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, are, of course, they're horrifically sexist. What are, is this supposed to be a surprise? You know, when, when you're getting all of your moralistic uh, direction from, from one of these religions, of course you're going to think that they're lesser people. Yep. I mean, you know what it is, too? It was, I was reading, an, uh, I, I, I got a letter from one of our fans who was basically 
criticizing me for an article that I had written saying that, you know, um, Islam mistreats women because the person was saying, well, listen, you know, in, in, in the ancient Muslim world, women were actually, you know, treated with a lot more respect. There were property laws that were instituted in, in sort of like, uh, the early seventh and eighth uh, century, which is basically around the time that, uh, Islam sort of like became bigger and so on and so forth. And and for the most part, I'm not actually going to disagree that at the time that was really a big reform movement within uh, sort of like the, 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 the religion itself. I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that Mohammed basically had an old, like an older wife that kind of pretty much paid for everything. So uh, there's obviously going to be some... You know, bleed she over. Mohammed had a sugar mommy. He did. Oh, nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, he had a sugar mommy. Any uh, sugar mama. Anyways, obviously, some of the you know, some perhaps for her attitudes or whatever would kind of trickle down. And you have to remember at the time, like I, I always said, back uh, back then during the seventh, uh, seventh and eighth uh, century, uh, the Middle East was the the the. the the intellectual Civ- capital of the world. It was the civilized center of the world. People have this weird idea that, that you know, uh, civilization has just been on an upward trend from the beginning of time. And the truth no. of the matter is that we have burned everything down several times. <laughs> oh, yeah. And don't it's think... Like, we, we've hit the reboot button more times than I care to remember. Yep. Rome was pretty awesome, and it, it, it completely fell apart. Uh, the, the entire thing, the, 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 the Ottomans set up, it was a beautiful thing. And then they backed... The wrong. Oh wait, I'm not tired. The Ottomans is completely wrong. I completely ignore that. I, I don't even know where you're going. But, but back in the, the Middle <laughs> Eastern, back back in the day, the Middle East was the place to be, cradle of civilization. Everything that the that we got as far as Europe got, it, they got it from the Middle East. Yes, yeah, they they actually they they came back from the Crusades with technology, writings from the from ancient. Uh, uh, Rome and Greece, because pretty much the, the Arabs were the only ones who had actually not destroyed them. So we, we do, it's not always a move upwards. It's a, it's, it's up and down. But even then, like you could say, well, compared to, uh, you know, how women were being treated in Europe at that exact same time, where say women in, 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 in the Arab world were getting property rights, where in Europe they're getting burned for being suspected witches. I mean, I think, Somewhere along the lines, of the, in in the one in a thousand years that the Crusades basically lasted, because it's, you know, the, not the Crusades, excuse me, the Inquisition lasted, uh, because you know sometimes you have highs and lows, but it never really ended. I think there were about uh, the estimate somewhere between uh, half a million and a million women were killed as suspected witches, uh, and that is insane. That is an insane number, and and these are the kinds of things that we all have to be wary about. Like maybe women, uh, you know, women have been making some headway, but. Does anyone actually think that there is no way that we could go back to an extremely sexist society? I have a feeling we're almost making ste- we're taking steps back, don't you? I mean, I'll I'll watch you know music videos and those kinds of things, and I just don't get a sense that there was ever a feminist movement in this country ever. <laughs> like uh, we all refer to them as bitches and crazy hoes, don't we? Like what what's up with that? <laughs> They're supposed to be our other half, our tender side, and yet. We treat them so poorly. Well, they're supposed to be people <laughs> above and beyond everything else. They're supposed to be people, and uh, unfortunately, people want to. Uh, people just want them to be baby makers, and uh, for them to just be possessions, and for them to be sexy things that have no sex with anybody else but them. And that's just that's. Just I think how... it's even. I think it's even sadder that many women actually feel that way as well. You know, like that's 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 ultimately kind of. 
the 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 the, the sticky wicket in we, this whole we, thing. We, we've talked about it before. Uh, we had a fan uh, email us, and we had a fun time talking about it. The whole the whole issue of uh, we're basically monkeys, we're basically animals, and it's like. Sometimes you got to remember that that people's general mind frame sometimes sinks back to that very basic "I am man, you are woman." Be- like follow, behave, behave, follow my law, <laughs> and it's just that's just how how we as monkeys are wired. I think the best way to kind of look at it is that women are your mothers and sisters, and 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 that's all you really need to know. Uh, and and once you realize that, you're like, hmm. Perhaps I should not treat them like shit. But then who do we have sex with? Oh, God. (laughs) I never thought of it that way. Okay, with that, let us wrap up the show. We'll catch everyone Friday.